All right, live from Lower BCC, we are back. This is Red Sea Radio. First time of the second semester, back on WVOF live in the studio. I'm um, super excited to be back. How are we feeling, Jack? Good, good. I'm, I'm a lot more enjoyable to do this face-to-face than over computer over screen. Zoom. We probably did about six or seven Zoom episodes. Um, we've had some big episodes, the Matt Turner interview, all that. But we're back in the studio for the first time in like two or three months. So it feels good. It feels a little different. Um, but we're super excited. Um, we're going to talk some Stags basketball today. Uh, as always, if there's anyone out there listening live, the studio phone number is 203-254-4111. Again, 203-254-4111. If you want to call in at any point today, uh, we'll try to get you on the line. Haven't taken a caller in quite some time, so we'll see if we can figure it out. But, uh, yeah, if you want to talk Stags basketball, just call us up. Uh, we'll remind you of the number later on. So, uh Fairfield's back this week. We're back. They're back from the COVID and the bye week. They had two weeks off. Um, so we had two weeks off as well. Uh, so they played Quinnipiac, uh, Alumni Hall. Uh, you know, we would we would come to the Tully, and uh, I'd hear them playing. It was kind of sad because I wish I was, like, in there. You know what I mean? You could hear them from the outside playing uh, sat- Saturday – or, no, Sunday and Monday. So on Super Bowl Sunday, a little – Pre, a little before pre-game. the Super Bowl, yeah. um, Fairfield unfortunately lost seventy-eight to sixty-three. Uh, pretty poor game. Um, you know, not a whole lot of positives to take out of it. Uh, but let's run through those team stats like we always do. So Fairfield, uh, you know, they shot thirty-nine percent from from the field, um, while Quinnipiac had a nice fifty-seven percent. Um, three-point percentage, we lost 30-50. to 50. Uh, they, they actually out-rebounded Quinnipiac, uh, but assist-wise, we went down 17-10. to 10. Um, Turnovers, uh, we also had more turnovers than them, 16-13. Um, so, largest lead for us, too. Largest lead for them, 21. Um, so, what, what were your overall thoughts of this, this first game of the series? I mean, this is just kind of how... Most of their games go. They they start off down and they don't really have the offense to pick up and kind of put together stops and baskets back to back to get like cracking the leads. It's usually they either get one or the other most of the time. Most times the stops, not the baskets. But I mean, also I think we started to see a lot where they get kind of killed in the first half and kind of play an even second half, where if they just played two halves the same way. We see a lot more wins, a lot more competitive games. Yeah, so obviously one of the storylines is that um, Jalen Leach, uh, he's out right now, right? He's injured. So uh, without him on the court this weekend. We expected that, though. I mean, we, yeah, well, we knew, we knew. Um, but, you know, it's just it, it's kind of noticeable that he wasn't out there. You know, just he's a he's playmaker. Guy. He, he's probably our best play, like our most talented playmaker, not our best playmaker right now, but I'd say like. And he's been up and down, too. Like, he's not like 100% consistent, but. Um, I would just say I definitely like noticed, you know, I mean, definitely noticed he wasn't there this weekend. But he's teams definitely notice him. Other like opposing teams definitely notice him on the court when he's playing, whether he's making shots or not. I feel like that seems that way, and it it they play more similarly to what they did last year without Jalen. I feel like when he's off the court, at long, I feel like the spacing's not as well. I mean, Taj being able to shoot like he is this year, it I felt saw, a little slower too. Yeah, it felt, felt like last year. Yeah, but the, I think Taj. Pace. Taj being able to shoot more and Caleb coming in pre- producing that shooting has helped kind of soften the blow a little bit. Yeah, so let's run through the first game box score. Um, you know, Quinnipiac obviously had two guys score 20. Um, you know, they shot really well. But for Fairfield, um, we had Chrysler, 15 minutes, one for three from the field, uh, two offensive rebounds for a total of two, an assist, total three points. Again, not his best game. Uh, you know, one of those games where we always say, like, he's a guy that you need to contribute if you want to win. He's one of those, like, X-factor kind of, like, not one of the best players on the team, but one of those, like, you know, guys that needs to contribute. He's a glue At guy. a few more points. He's a glue yeah. guy. So, again, not a great performance from him. Um, his counterpart transfer friend, Jake Wojcik, 34 minutes, 3 for 10 from the field, 3 for 8 from 3. 
uh, five for six from the line. He had three rebounds, four assists, two steals, uh, three turnovers, two fouls, 14 points. Pretty solid stat line for him. Um, he's pretty much found his way. I'd say he's pretty comfortable he's, now. He's a comfort, comfortable 14 point, 14, 12, 14 point scorer. I mean, he he produces that three point shooting we were dying for last year. So I mean, yeah, he can't and be remember the beginning of the year we kind of like he came in, he did kind of well, and then he did kind of like. His Four. first game, we were impressed. We like, were very impressed. It took so. him some time, though. I'd say it definitely took him some time to get really like yeah, to yeah. this point. Like I feel like he's very solid now. Like, I mean, his first game we saw, he was it was at Niagara. His first game, yeah, he had that really. We remember our first, he had a really good first her, half. Yeah, our first and reaction really second half was like, oh my god, like that's gonna be like our best player. And then he kind of started to be on and off, on and off. And now I think he's settled in, even yeah. if it is three free from three. Like a good free throw shooter, solid three point shooter. That's it. I'll take that. Yeah, four assists. You know, we'll definitely take that. I mean, he had the most on the team in this game. Um, Caleb played twenty five minutes, one for six from the field, zero for two from three, uh, a rebound and assist, two points. Not his best game. He played better on. He played a lot better on oh, Monday. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he is a guy though that you need to have need to be more consistent. You know what I mean? Going forward yeah, into the to the home stretch of the season. Definitely has to be more consistent. I mean, especially if they're gonna have to make a run in they're gonna have to make a run in their the Mac tournament. If they're gonna have any chance of doing that, he's gonna have to play a solid four or five straight games. Yeah, for sure. So um yeah, I mean he played a lot better on Monday, but not too much in this game. Jesus Cruz kinda back solidified in the starting lineup. Um, you know, he was in and out, but he's I feel like he's kinda like back for good now. Uh, 22 minutes, 2 for 7 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, um, split 2 free throws, 4 rebounds, an assist, 2 steals, total of 5 points. Again, uh, so-so stat line, but like we, we talk about with him, the shots weren't too yeah, I, too inflated, you know what I mean? I think the stat line still hovers on the same thing, but it definitely doesn't warrant what he actually plays like. I think his defense is stepped up like miraculous like a lot since we kind of dug into him when he got benched for the first time after Niagara yeah. or was it Niagara was it after Niagara he got benched or was whenever it whenever he got benched whatever, yeah. whatever after whatever series he got benched or second game whatever series he got benched we just, like kind of dug into him and since I think the defensive side is what really yeah and like the, his, and just like the leadership factor yeah. in general just like being they out just there. play better with him on the court yeah yeah because like. he's just so much more experienced than this team you know yeah whether I, it is like Playing in general or playing specifically yeah. in this conference, he's way more experienced than all these guys who, I mean, three out of the five starters haven't even been on this team more than a year. But so. It also helps that we're not requiring him to be like our top ball handler, finisher, score. Like we don't, yeah. we don't ask him to be like an isolation guy. At times he can, if he get like if he gets to the right matchup. Well, that's he can. when he gets into those problems too. It's yeah. like when he needs to carry the team. Last year he was one of the leading scorers. This year, in the beginning of the year, he kind of acted as one of those leading scorers. And that's when he starts missing but keeps taking bad shots. Yeah. He, f- he probably feels like, I have to do it. You know like, what I mean? We're like, not I, scoring, so I have to. I have to be the guy who scores. Like, no one's making anything happen. I got to do it. It's because the announcers. The announcers always do that stuff. What? They always are like, Jesus Cruz, the most prolific scorer in the match. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they gas him they up They gas him up bit. too much. Yeah, but no, but seriously, yeah, like, he probably feels like, I got to no, no, do yeah, this. Yeah. And... I like it better, and we same for Taj. I like it better when they're like, you know, the second or third guy that can, you know, seven shots. That's not bad. I'll take seven shots. He was taking like fifteen. He deserves seven shots. He he should be taking. If yeah. he takes less, then that's a problem. No, but like he was taking fifteen yeah, yeah. in the beginning and of the year, like four and, for it, and it's two for seven. In the beginning of the year it would be like three for fifteen. So it's, I think efficiency has gotten way better for him too, um, as time went on, and like you said. The, the non-stat line things for him have improved a lot, too. So that's uh, that's also been I mean, good. He's been getting multiple steals a game for past, what, four or five games? Yeah. yeah. At least one. So, um, yeah, we're back on, like, the cruise train in terms of, like, starting and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, st- I see. I'm You're not fully back? Not that I'm not fully back on him. I'm not fully back on him start. I still think he plays best off the bench. I, I mean, they're just guys that play better off the bench. Like, they yeah. can... Guys, be your best player and be come off the bench, especially in the MAC. Where like, it's like, sit, like even like guys in the NBA, they're like sixth yeah. men of the year. Yeah, like they Lou can Williams start on Lou Williams on the Clippers. Not, I mean, not this year's not playing as well, but like when he's at his best, yeah. he's off the bench. Or like a Jamal Crawford. Jamal back Crawford in the made day. a whole career off that. Schroeder was kind of Sh- like that. Schroeder, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, some dudes do play better off the bench. What, what but really, for me right now, like, who would who would you rather put in that lineup? I mean, it just depends. It might just really depend on the matchup. I mean, Quinnipiac plays, they were a little smaller. That's than the I, thing, too, is we didn't start a center, really, yeah. because they're smaller. So it's like... So usually you would play, like, a Supreme or a... Uh, Supreme or Mido or in Mido. place of him. But... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it would be like Supreme Mido replace him with because usually Chrysler gets the four spot. Yeah, them at the five, but Chrysler's playing the five. But like, see, it's like all that really matters is the five in the la- last five minutes, not the five in the first five minutes. So that that that's my kind of stance on it. Well, yeah, that's the thing we talk about that too. It's like starting is like the title, you know what I mean? Like it's like but guys, especially they, in they definitely like to be a starter. You're on like the mm-hmm. opening graphic and you're at the tip off and everything. But like you said, at the end of the day, it's it's the guys who are playing in the last and Cruz will be playing minutes. in the last. Cruz will yeah, be so if you're not starting, but you're playing in those crunch time minutes, you're still probably more important. Uh, anyway, rounding off the starting lineup, Taj Benning, 35 minutes, seven for 13 from the field, one for three from three, uh, three for five from the line, couple rebounds, assist, steal, three turnovers, a foul, 18 points. He had a phenomenal weekend, not just in this game, obviously career high in the next game. Uh, really good weekend for him, and I'm happy because he struggled a little bit before the break. He had a couple tough games, but yeah. It w- yeah, like he had that really good stretch where he was kind of coming out of his shell, and then and we said like he can never do wrong. Yeah, and yeah, then he yeah. had a couple. I think he had a really bad series against was it Marist? It was Marist, Marist or Siena? I think it might have been the Marist series. Yeah, Marist. Okay. He played poorly. Uh, poor, poor from three, which oh, he actually yes, been yes. really good from, um, and just poor all around. Uh, but he's back on track with potentially one of his best weekends in his career. Uh, 18 points, like you said, here, and then leading Fairfield to the win on Monday. So, yeah, I mean, for him, we're still fine. We're never worried with him. Like, we were never, uh, we never thought he was going to slump. I mean, all players have bad weekends, especially, like, lower D1 level players. So, you know, uh, he's just right back on track. And he, especially this weekend, he's definitely our best player this year. This weekend made it abundantly clear. Yeah, he is definitely our best player. So all good things to say about Taj. Uh, as you move into the bench, uh, Jason caught two minutes, one for one from the field, a three-pointer. Um, again, he's another guy like could have seen him getting more minutes in a series like this with a smaller lineup. Wouldn't have minded it. I mean, those two minutes, we watched those last two minutes together. He, he had that hook shot. Like He looked pretty crisp in terms of his uh, playing. Yeah, he had three points in two minutes. I mean, we always tr- joke about. I'd still Allen. be like, I'm still interested, like, I'd still be interested to like ask Jay Young or something like that, if we could, like, why why Jason doesn't play more? I don't know. There has to be a reason. I mean, it could be a. Pr- I mean, we had the same thing with Mido last year when we were all. Why does he only play ten minutes? He plays two minutes. They take him out. It could be just a conditioning thing. He might just not have it yet. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would I would be interested to ask him. Maybe we'll ask, if we have like a postseason interview yeah. with him. Maybe we'll ask him kind of about his development. Um, Supreme Cook played 16 minutes. Uh, he dropped four points, uh, 10 rebounds, and uh, you know three turnovers, three fouls. But 10 rebounds, good to see. Obviously, like we said, Quinnipiac was a smaller team, so advantage would go to someone like Supreme or or Mido. Um, 10 rebounds is nice. Um, you would have liked to see him contribute more points, but it was a uh, it was a tough losing effort. So, uh, uh, Jack Kelly got his uh, first, his debut, two minutes. Nice to see him back. He was injured for, like, the whole season. Yeah, we haven't uh, seen He had, like, a foot injury or something like that. Um, he could actually contribute. You know, he's he's tall. Well, we mentioned him, but we, mentioned, shoot. we mentioned him at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, He's tall. He can shoot. Obviously, his brother played at Quinnipiac. Now he plays at Boston College. Um, Rich Kelly, so... He's having a good season as well. So if Jack can uh, bring any of that to the table, uh, that would help us a lot. So welcome back. Happy debut to him. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what he can do moving forward. Now this next guy I really want to talk about today, yeah, though. It's final. We get to Alan the- Gene Rose. 19 minutes in this game. Two for three from the field. One for one from three. He played a lot this weekend. Finally. I mean, it's been – last time we saw him play in minutes was freshman year. It's been all season. You know, he played a lot. In this game, he had a breakaway dunk very reminiscent a of lot. the Canisius game last year. Mm. You know, the game where yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone was there and the crowd went wild. He had a breakaway dunk. Uh, 
very reminiscent of that. And he played a lot this weekend, and it was kind of cool. It was I felt happy for him, you know. I mean, he just he just needs that those minutes. We we say it's it's hard to do that playing three minutes a game. Yeah, exactly. You play three minutes, you miss a shot, and then your stat line looks bad. It looks like you didn't do anything. You know, we see him two for three from the field, one for one from three. Very efficient numbers. Um, Steal. He didn't, he didn't seem to make too many like crucial mistakes to me because that was one of the things that he kind of got into was like they put him in for three minutes and he'd make like a he'd commit a bad foul or a turnover or something like that. Then they pull you right away and that's it. You get you're done. Your chance is over. He didn't really do that this this weekend. He got more minutes and this is a guy that like we the beginning of this year we were like you know this is one of our favorite guys that we're excited to watch. You know mm-hmm. he's one of our favorite guys last year. We really think he has a lot of potential and then we haven't really got to see it this year. So, seeing it this weekend, it was nice. It felt good. Um, you know, I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, I, I'm 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 happy for. Him. I hope he gets more play time. I mean, there are minutes to be had, especially with Jalen out. There are minutes to be had. Yeah. Guys can take those. Like, I mean, I just peak was playing like thirty minutes when he got hurt. He was playing like a couple like twenty something. But I mean, if Allen can take those minutes that uh, that Jalen and and uh, Calvin are both leaving. As with injuries, I go for. It. I mean, he could take over that spot entirely by the time. And just in with. general, when you're on the uh, statistically like bad team, right? Four wins this year. Uh, you know, when you're on a statistically bad team, there are minutes to be had because the there guys who are getting had, minutes yeah. aren't Our, producing as well. Obviously, otherwise we'd have a better record. So. There are no pe- players on this team that maybe Taj that like are guaranteed all the minutes that they have right now. Yeah, Taj and Jake, pretty solidified. Caleb gets a lot, but, I mean, it's just those rotational guys obviously aren't doing the job when you look at our record. So there are minutes to be had. There's minutes to be had for Chef, and we've seen that too. He's uh, starting the starting the Maris series, but continued over. He's getting a lot more minutes now mm-hmm. too. So uh, a lot of these guys that were, were not really getting the chance are starting to get the chance, and it's it's proven that if you contribute, you'll still obviously – keep getting the chances before we get to chef we had mido 17 minutes three for four from the field uh seven rebounds uh one turnover two fouls six points so you see mido and supreme they put together 17 rebounds in this one but uh, the thing is like if we look at the offensive rebounds we killed them off to rebounds with our size but you would hope that those offensive rebounds would turn into to put points. back dunks put back layups mm-hmm. like what like usually but i think it was just a product of us just Shooting t- like very poorly this game. I mean, that's the thing. So it's like, if they were, that's what I was gonna say. Is if they were able to put down seventeen rebounds, shouldn't they have been able to put some more points yeah. up? They're obviously winning the battle on the boards. Shouldn't they have scored I mean, more? They also probably got fouled. I mean, I mean, they didn't really get to the line that much. We got two four, but as a team, they just really shot poorly from the line. So even if they were getting well, you rebounds. were even saying before we started this show that in this game, like the problem was that they just missed easy shots like they were just shooting poorly not just like shooting poorly like they couldn't create they you should think they just missed they the sets they ran shots. were fine like they they pulled, put together like good plays open shots it just didn't they didn't convert yeah so so we're pretty much done talking about this first game 78 63 loss um on sunday uh watched the super bowl quickly forgot about it it <laughs> is what it is uh you know can't dwell on it because we know you know, you go into Monday and you we're, know we're a second half team. We're a second, we're a second, half, day second, team. second, second day, day of the series team. team. Yeah, you know they're a second day team. Everyone's talking about them, right? Uh, oh, they're gonna lose. Like, how is the what was their spread was like three? Right? Like, oh, that's too low. That's <laughs> too low. They're gonna lose, and they put out uh, a pretty good game. Obviously, the second half they they always have to make it interesting. Obviously, that's how um, they do it. I went into. Biological anthropology at 3:30 p.m. <laughs> they were up like 14 points, and then you know I'm in class and I look over. They're up one point, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "What's going on here?" I didn't quite get to watch the whole second half because I was in class, but I was kind of keeping up with it. I also had to make a meme for our Twitter, of course, while like kind of multitasking in class. So learning about the skeleton and making a meme at the same time was it's kind of a tough day, but. They came out the win, 77-70, to 70, uh, you know, 51% from the field. So now uh, we kind of traded places with them. They shot 39%. That's kind of uh, – they were kind of in the 50s. We were in the 30s mm-hmm. on Sunday. So we traded places with them. Made our free throws. Made our free throws. A rare – well, 
They went 50% from the from three, which is kind of... Uh, I mean, that's Quinnipiac, though. They I mean, did that yeah. last year. That's they they always system. shoot their threes. Um, 27% from us. Like you said, made our free throws 83%. At, and they missed a lot, too, 57%. On tw- yeah, they, at the end, they were getting to the line and missing. Yep, yep. especially lot. at the end... They, like when they needed specifically, they had a chance to yeah. kind of make it close, and and they were missing their free throws, uh, rebounds. We out rebounded them, obviously. Out assisted them. That's another number that we usually like. Kind of tracks our success. Kind of a comparison. Uh, yeah, like mimics our success. Um, turnovers were e- e- uh, even. Rebounds again killed them as we should have. And Cook and Milo, I think, showed before this game. we end the box scores. Fouls, right? Twenty three fouls. You were kind of complaining about the I refs mean, on this one. Now I see the boss score is more similar, but I saw a lot of touch fouls. I think the refs are a lot of a lot of flopping by their big. I forget his name, uh, Pinky. Yeah, yeah, Pinkney. A lot of foul. I mean, the re- the announcers even recognized that they the first one. They were like, okay, could have gone either way. Kind of a flop, but still a good play. The next position down, I think he flopped on a charge, and they were like, that's a technical foul on like that should have been a technical him. blatant flop. And it just kind of lasted the entire second half because he knew he could get away with it. But I mean, they still won the game. I'm not. I don't really care. Yeah, for sure. But it, it just made it too interesting. Yeah, you know, they, they um, the way they played, they should have won this game by 15. Yeah, up. I mean, up 39-25 at the half. Um, you know, so. But uh, I guess what's that was kind of your whole takeaway, right, for the game, just in general. Yeah. Before we get into the box score, also court right. He had a great game in the first one, and he uh, played very poorly in the second one. Uh, he, uh, the point guard, court yeah, right? two for 13 yeah. from the field. I noticed that. He he seemed like he was like their go-to guy, and he was just not getting it done. I think he had one three towards the end, if I remember correctly. I think he hit one of the threes to make it like a four-point game late. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the first game, right, what, what was the uh, the final score? We lost Down by 15. We lost 78-63. So, I mean... They they uh they scored you know like similar points. a few less points but we obviously offensively turned it up like that's kind of the mm. um the difference maker because they still had two guys drop almost twenty points they had a guy drop twenty one a guy drop seventeen their their stat lines were still kind of similar in terms of scoring um, but obviously we scored and one of the stats that is kind of interesting I don't know hundred percent but it's something like every time we score over like seventy seventy five points we we always win. I mean, um, that's always the problem. It's a score. We, they know. I think it's only happened a couple yeah, times. Well, yeah, though, so that's, that's the thing. But I think Jay knows if they can get a stop when they need a stop, they'll get the stop. Yeah. If they can get to like a certain amount number of points and keep up with the scoring, at the end they'll get. They're the in stop. pretty good shape. They'll get the stops they need. Yeah. So moving into the stat line for this one, um, Chris Mido. So we had a different starting lineup this time. So Cruz didn't start. Uh, Jay Young kind of, I guess, saw that he could exploit. The big man, right? Exploit the boards. Yeah, I mean, Pinky, he was their big, and he had, what, one rebound the entire game? Yeah, so Mido... Five fouls. 21 minutes, which might be, like, a somewhere around a season high for him, right? 21 minutes. But he was supreme. He just never gets a chance to play more. Yeah, but he still got a lot, too. Yeah. Um, Four for four from the field for Mido. Four for four from the line, which is... That is, like, very rare for him. It's uh, great to see. I mean, if they... Because I feel like a lot of the times, when they get open layups, him and Cook, they... You see guys hack at them just to force into the line. Yeah, and it usually it works. It loses usually you'll point. get a point or two it out of it. It loses his points. Uh, you know, he had six rebounds again, an assist, a steal, only one turnover, four fouls, 12 points. Very, very solid stat line for him. Uh, you know, that something like that would uh, give us a very good chance, I feel like, in, in many games uh, to, to do well. So uh, good stat line for him. Uh, Chrysler, again, not his best weekend. Two points, one for three from the field, 0 for two from three. Uh, you know, a couple rebounds, three assists, four fouls. But again, like, we didn't really need him I, in this one because the bigs played so well. Uh, so, you know. I don't mind him not filling the stat line. I, I, I think he does a lot off the stat sheet, and he does put together assists. He's a good passer, good rebounder, plays solid defense. I don't need him to score as much as, like, Seeing two points is bad, obviously, but you don't. It's not the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jake against a uh, pretty solid day. Thirty-four minutes, three for nine from the field, one for four from three, five or eight for ten from the line rather. Four rebounds, three assists, a steal, three turnovers, one foul, fifteen points. Pretty much matching his previous day. 
And again, you already said like that's kind of his average. That's kind of where he's going to be around. And again, that's what we need. Um, you know, and it gives us three assists again. So he's making plays. He's just really good with the ball. Like you trust him. He's not going to turn it over too much. Uh, he'll make some. Pl- he'll make some like miraculous plays. Like he won't. Yeah. You 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 sometimes expect him to make shots. Like when he's shooting, you expect it to go in. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys because, like you said, like you mentioned that, and in, in a league like the MAC, you don't really find too many guys like that where they shoot and you expect it to go in. Like you kind of get surprised when they miss. Um, so it's kind of nice to have a guy like that. Um, Caleb played 23 minutes, one for three from the field, one for one from three, two for three from the line. Um, so he put up five points, but it was very efficient, five points. I think his three came at a pretty big a pretty big time. It was like a, I think the game was pretty close. He needed that three to kind of swing it back in our favor um, for the momentum. He had three rebounds, two assists, um, four fouls. So, again, um, he's another guy, like you said, like he's contributing kind of off the stat sheet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I haven't been too displeased with his performance because I know we were in the beginning of the year or midway through the year. Um, but, you know, it's kind of, you know what you're going to get from him now. I mean, he's he still runs the offense. He's still our main ball handler. He still calls out the sets. I mean, he still has some type of purpose. It's just not what we expected. It's after just the, not on the scoring side. Yeah, really. it's just not, we didn't expect, we're not getting what we thought we were going to get when we saw him drop whatever, however many points against Providence in the first game of the year. Yeah. Where he looked like the best player on this court. Um, and then Taj, career night, 37 minutes, 8 for 12 from the field, 3 for 7 from 3, 4 for 5 from the line, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 turnover, 3 fouls, 23 points. Stuff in the stat sheet. Career high, um, very, very efficient, right? 8 for 12, 3 for 7 from 3. That corner 3 was his all yeah. night. I think he hit back-to-back corner 3. He had one that kind of I thought put I thought I was going to put it out of reach, but... They made it close. No, they made it closer towards the end. Oh, you, th- oh you thought it was I thought it would have been the dagger and then I got the game. Yeah. yeah, but still, I mean, when he goes off like that, that's going to put us in a good position. 20 points, that's like almost 23. half. It's his, career, it's his career high. Yeah, it's like almost half of the team's points right there. But I mean, look at our, our box score. I just wanted to point I just noticed this. When, when was the last time we ever had four double-digit scores in the same game? Probably... Not this season. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, we never see. There's always usually one or two guys that kind of do the. I mean, we ne- rarely ever score close to eighty points. That's one thing we. Rarely, yeah, I don't think they have ever really scored eighty in Jay Young's but, era. Like we usually see one or two guys maybe clip double digits barely. We see, we've seen, we now have two guys comfortably in double digits in back to back games, nonetheless. Yep, and then two that's good more. to see. Yeah, yeah. So of course that's uh that's always gonna help. And Taj, too, like we said, it's one of those guys that, you know, uh, 8 for 12 from the field, like when he's doing well, he knows that, and he's going to contribute more, right? Like if he's going to take over the game, he's going to take over the game. And then some games maybe he's not, and he's going to shoot six well, shots. And he's shots. making the shots he does it efficiently. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not, just very smart. Yeah. You know, like I think that's what it comes down to. He's a very smart, experienced player. So, um, yeah, I mean, if he can keep this rolling. Uh, that'll help us a lot going forward. Our schedule's not too easy going forward. Uh, and then we got the bench. Uh, only four guys off the bench this this time. Uh, Supreme Cook, 18 minutes, three for four from the field, uh, eight rebounds, three blocks, a turnover, a f- two fouls, six points. So, again, not bad for him. Three for four from the field is kind of efficient. Um, with Mido's big night, all he really, really needed to do was contribute a little bit. Like you said, you can kind of view them as a unit, and if you do view them like a unit, Great that's 18 points right there for the centers. 18 uh, points, and that's a double-double right there. Was that 14 rebounds? 18, 18 and 14, you take that any day of the week from your big man. Exactly. Your big, your big man. "Quote unquote big man." Yeah, you're, you're, you're. It's, it's like, uh, it's like uh, kicking and screaming, right? Oh yeah, it's like the guy on his on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, the, the kid on his shoulders. It's like a, they're just a unit together. Eighteen points, fourteen rebounds as a total. Uh, so we'll take that any day of the week, any weekend. Also, look at the minutes. Thirty-nine minutes. That's literally one of them on the court at all times. Yeah, it's like if you compared it to like Wojcik, thirty-four minutes, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's really good to have two centers like that because last year we didn't, right? We, we, we had, had like Methnani. Yeah, we had Methnani really and Sanger Peterson playing basically. Sanger Peterson who didn't at, really do much on the court almost at all times. Yeah, yeah. We, we miss Easy obviously, but I, I was at the beginning of the year I was really upset when Easy left when I, when he decided to leave because I was like he's our go-to in the paint like he was but so it's, automatic. It's probably a good thing. It's a good thing because 
they wouldn't have gotten these minutes. Milo yeah. and Cook would not be getting these. It would have minutes. definitely stunted probably Cook's growth for sure. Cook, Cook, I Milo would have gotten the minutes before Cook. Either way, one of their growths would have been sunk because one of their one of them would have been riding the bench. Significantly, like no minutes. Like yeah, low, literally low minutes. no minutes. Because Easy played almost all game. Yeah, and he would probably do the same thing this year yeah. if he came back. So yeah, I agree with you. I mean, even if maybe we would have won an extra game here and there, I it's think it's not, way more yeah. valuable for them to a freshman and a sophomore that are now getting huge minutes. That now going forward next year, the year after that, the year after that, be much better. In they're the going to be run. playing just as many minutes. But with you know more experience, they're getting stronger, stuff like that. So yeah, it's great. And uh, we also had Allen again, twenty minutes, one for eight from the field, zero for three from three, two for two from the line, three rebounds, two assists, one foul, no turnovers, four points. So on the shooting side of things, not that well. I'd rather again, see him do that than be two minutes, zero for one. A turnover, no points. But again, it's like he's still playing well on other he, sides of the ball because obviously his Jaylen, length, his Jaylen length gave him twenty minutes. You know what I mean? So he's just so long for, especially for a guy in a lower, lower division, lower conference. You don't see guys with that kind of length a lot. Yeah, like he plays good defense at he's, his position too because he's way quicker than yeah. Like he's, a, a he's a three or, or a four. Like he can guard the four, like the four position in this conference. Yeah, he's way quicker than. He's way quicker than guys that have similar builds to him. Mm-hmm. And he could put a couple pounds like on top of that. Yeah. He'd be very good. Yeah, for sure. So it's nice to see him back in there. Chef only grabbed one minute in this game, um, had a rebound. So it's kind of interesting. It's Do you feel like that they kind of will, like, between Chef and, Ma- and Allen, do you feel like those are the two guys that are competing with each other when one's getting more minutes, See, the other's not? I think it's I think it's less them two competing. I think it's them competing with certain position groups. I think Chef is competing with Cook and Maida when they're both playing well. There's no minutes for Chef because if you look at Chef Maido, Chef had tw- um, yeah no Maido had 21. Chef had tw- uh, 18. That's 39 minutes left were one minute for Chef to yeah. make it 40 minutes for entire game. That means. <laughs> the one minute yeah, mile actually like adds up. It adds up exactly to forty yeah. minutes. So I mean, when the two of them are just playing that well, you and neither are in, a, are in real foul trouble. You just that that's just a a bad. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, and, and you don't think you don't think you'd like to see like Chef in like a Chrysler's position? No, I, I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind Chrysler getting like down to fifteen or like fifteenish minutes and giving Chef. Eight or nine, possibly more, depending on how he's playing, obviously. But I, I, I don't think it's like Jay Young's number one priority to get Chef in the game as no. much as he needs to. No, it's it, well, it's clearly not right because he had a lot of he's had a lot of games this season where he hasn't played much at all. And um, I think if your bigs are playing as well as they are, I think Chrysler's not even playing poorly. I, I really don't. No, think. he's not. He's so, not playing, and he's younger. If you're not, if the if it's not broken, don't fix it. And it obviously it will break. As soon as next weekend, <laughs> when yeah, Chef ends the game call Friday, yeah, as soon as Friday. But that, that I, I think that's not. I don't, I'm not too upset with that. Yeah. So as finally, like Chef, we had uh, Jesus Cruz, 24 minutes off the bench, five for eight from the field, uh, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, three turnovers, four fouls, ten points. So again, a solid performance. Uh, if anything, better second day from the bench. So maybe proving you right a little bit uh, as. You know, saying that he's better off the bench. And then, like you said, he's still got 24 minutes. He's still got more minutes than Caleb, Chrysler, and Mido. He's still got more minutes than three out of the five starters. Yeah, it's, he, plays, he plays at the end of the game. He plays when they need a stop or a basket. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, him being on the bench is like a... It's not punishment. on the bench. Yeah, it's not punishment like or anything. No, no, he, he does play well off the bench. So, you know, uh, definitely a better... Performance and like you pointed out, I think that was a good thing to point out. Is four guys in double digits is uh, when have we last seen that? It would be interesting if we had like a, a statistician, a Fairfield yeah, statistician, the Hawaii Sports Bureau. Yeah, if we had like a thing, but uh, I don't really remember seeing that this season. I don't think. Maybe I mean, the only like people, Iona? the only I people know. I, it's like the only people I know from like us watching that have dropped all just like Taj, uh, Landon, <laughs> Easy. Yeah. There's only a handful I can name that like consistently drop double digits. Yeah, so we won 77-70. to 70. Um, It felt good to win. 
Uh, I didn't really know if we were going to beat them. I really, I really was not confident. I know we say, oh, we're a second-day team. I really was not confident going yeah. into Monday because of the nature we lost in. Uh, there are certain, also Quinnipiac. We all know that Quinnipiac. We both know. We both are big on Quinnipiac in terms of like talent wise. Yeah, I think Quinnipiac's a solid team. There are other teams where, if it was the second day, that I was more confident in like a Manhattan or Niagara. Well, actually, we lost to Niagara twice, but like, there are definitely teams that I would have been more confident in on a second day. Than yeah, yeah. So, so as far as the max standings go, right? It's interesting, right? I want to talk about that. See, we got twenty minutes left. Yeah, I, I, I would like. I would. I would also like to talk about because I was. I was looking at them when I was looking at the box scores. I was looking at them a little bit, peeking. Well, you can't look on ESPN. That's the only problem. Yeah, you can, because I think right ESPN now. has it wrong. No, I'm pretty sure they have it wrong. Oh, they do. Yeah, you got to go. Mac basketball standings. Go on the Mac's website, right? The yeah, official yeah, yeah. Mac website. Because it's interesting, right? And you've seen it on Twitter. Is that an ad? Is that a shout-out? <laughs> what, the Mac Bass? I'm just shouting <laughs> out. I mean, that's the league. That's like... Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They are our platform for our show. So... Hey, it is different. What? See, no, it's not that's why I want to talk about it. And if there's, if there's anyone out there listening who wants to give their two cents on the Mac basketball schedule... Well, you know why? It's because everyone's played a different amount of games, so it's hard to... Well, that's the thing, right? So we'll talk about it. And again, our numbers, 203-254-4111. 203-254-4111. If anyone wants to call in, you don't have to. But the max schedule, right? So the max standings, the way they're doing it is based off conference wins, right? So Fairfield, uh, four conference that's wins. That's why. Okay, I was wondering yeah. why it wasn't in order. So four conference wins, and Fairfield finds himself right in the middle of the table, right? right where we wanted to be. Iona, right? Three and one in the conference. So percentage-wise, very good. But they have a ton of games canceled due to COVID. Three and one in the conference, last place. Right, so we're ahead of Iona, we're ahead of Quinnipiac, and we're ahead of Canisius. All teams that have way less loss, losses than us, but have one less win than hey, us. One, one of the biggest parts of the season: staying negative, testing negative. Oh, that's a John John. The, uh, stay positive, uh, test Rothstein. negative. Yeah, that's a Rothstein quote. Hey, I jokes on them. They they follow protocol. They won't test positive. They'll play more games. Yeah. And, they'll and Fairfield's been Fairfield's been surprising me very well. They had that. They because, had this obviously this most recent stretch. But I mean, yeah. two weeks. I mean, teams have been canceled for almost a month at a time. Some. Yeah. Like especially in the like I saw, who I think South Carolina maybe was canceled for like a month almost. And Iona, Siena, they were all canceled for a long time as well. Siena's played more games now, but Iona was canceled for a while. Uh, Quinnipiac, Fairfield's handled it really well. I think that's there's something to be said about that. The staff, everyone involved, like they've handled it really well and stayed safe. We still don't know who's the one that had COVID. We still don't. Yeah, we don't know, but as long as we're, what is it? What's the quote? Stay positive, positive, test test negative. negative. As long as we're doing that, we'll be happy. But I I think it's really interesting, right? Because we're happy that Fairfield's in the middle of the table. But say you were an Iona fan, say you were. Oh, I'd be be extremely upset. Yeah. I mean, our one, they had one loss and it was to Fairfield on like, like, Three months ago. Yeah, and two uh, months ago. You know, say you go into the tournament and you gotta go in the first round against Siena Iona. Just from a conference well, standpoint, if you're looking at it, if you take away the f- the fact that you're a Fairfield fan, you're putting like two of the best teams up against each other in the first round. I mean, Iona's arguably the second best team in the conference, third best team in the conference. They sh- they deserve like, I mean, you get you get buys in the MAC tournament too. Yeah, the top four, what, top four, you get buys or top two. I think two or two, one or two. Right? Yeah, so I mean, Iona would be one, most likely be one of those teams fighting for that buy. Yeah, and, and it's it's kind of embarrassing that Marist is the third seed right now. I mean, Marist is not that good. We 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 should have beat them twice. We beat them once, but they were not that impressive at all. Like St. Peter's is lower than Marist right now because they've played less games. You know, Marist is seven and seven. They're a five hundred I mean, team. Granted, St. Peter's has two games coming up against us, so. Granted, St. Peter's might be eight and four, <laughs> after <this laughs> but but I mean that's the thing is Maris is a five hundred team and they're above like uh, many other teams that have you know. But but if you think about it, if you think about the other way around, if say Fairfield comes out guns a blazing sweeps St. Peter's, they're right where St. Peter's is fourth place in the exactly. But I just think like it's cool. It's cool from a Fairfield perspective. Like we're happy about that. I mean, but yeah. If it I think, favors like, the us, conversation to be had should be about like just the league in general because it favors us immensely. It 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 really doesn't favor like the best teams. You know, what I mean, if we're just being realistic and like honest, it doesn't favor the best teams. You know, Iona versus Siena in the first round would really discredit the championship or the semifinals or wherever they'd really find themselves playing each other. Because even like ratings wise. I mean, Say yeah. that if somehow it was like, 
Manhattan versus Siena in the finals. And yeah, like, if that wouldn't be if a Marist makes it to the final because they kind of yeah, and then they lose in the championship by twenty points. You know, like it's not, it's not as good. I was, I was, the solution I was thinking. You know, I don't really know. I'd like to get your opinion on it. You know, I thought it would almost be since so many teams can't play. I thought it would almost be good to do it like a, like how the committee does it in general for the NCAA or like, for like ranks college football. Them. If they just rank them themselves, a committee comes together, non-biased, MAC committee, and they just, you know, they f- take a look at the film, who played who, how they did, take everything into account, and they rank them themselves because, it, I don't know, it just feels like it's not going to go too well. I think the- that would work. In theory, I think that would work, but I think that teams would not be happy, especially the teams like a Marist or a... St. Peter's, who because I well, again I said oh, it was yeah more, I mean it'd be obvious the teams there, that this favors would not be happy. There obviously. is something to be said about being able to follow protocol and test negative. Like it's not random. COVID doesn't just come to people. It does at times random, but I mean there are reasons why they test positive because yeah. they don't follow protocol strictly enough. So I mean you have to be like there has to be some example set. You can't just be giving Iona the two seed because. Because they played four games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. But at the same time, there are, like, teams who have had games canceled because the other teams got COVID. And, and obviously, like, yeah. That's not their fault. And obviously, we think that they would be very good. We think they would end up being, what, 9-1. and one, nine. We don't know. We really yeah, don't. We they're, don't they're, they're, they lost to Fairfield. They're, like, yeah. 30 points. So we, we don't Out know. Out of their four conference games, I'm not even sure who the other team they yeah. played was. right? But one of them was us, and they lost one, right? So... They haven't even played. A, I don't even think they've played like a Siena or. Yeah, their two their series was what one? I think they played Quinnipiac once or a series at Quinnipiac. Yeah, I'm not even sure who their other series was, but whoever whoever it was, I mean, that is a that is a good point that they haven't played the top teams yet to really. Maybe they would lose. Maybe they would get swept by a Siena. I mean, they've beaten Hofstra, Ryder twice, and. Fairfield once. Oh, so Ryder. So it's another Ryder yeah. four and eight. They so the it's three two of the... four and eight teams that they yeah. they beat and they, they lost, lost one. Yeah, they lost one. So who knows if they get swept by a Monmouth, a Siena, a Maris. But still, I just like, for, I don't know. I feel like this isn't the most efficient way they can do it. For the ratings, obviously, it would make sense. Yeah. And you know a, a, a league like the MAC probably cares a lot about the ratings, right? Well, you Trying should. to gain exposure. Sh- they, they should. Yeah, and and even like a just the narrative of like Patino, right? I mean, the, oh, I I can't Iona. If anyone's gonna get special treatment, it's gonna be Iona. Yeah, because I mean that's their money maker. It's like LeBron. It's like or like Zion with the bubble. They 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 were like, oh, we'll let the uh, top thirteen teams in the West and the top nine teams in the East into the yeah, because we want because because Pelicans were the thirteenth ranked team in the West. It's like exactly like you te- people go out of their way to. Make sure their most coveted assets are on, on screen. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought it'd be an interesting conversation. I see people on Twitter talking about it, uh, and you know, people like they all feel different ways about it, right? It's and like you said, it's like if it's favoring your team, then you probably won't say anything. You know, like it's actually favoring Fairfield. So in the grand scheme of things, we probably wouldn't say much. But uh, teams like Iona, Quinnipiac, Canisius. That uh, all have better percentage records than Ryder, Fairfield, Manhattan. They're probably kind of. I mean, if we can skip, not too happy about if we this. Are, if we're able to skip around in the MAC tournament when like the th- th- nine plays the ten or whatever, they have like that seven, eight, and nine, ten matchup. If we can somehow skip that one, I wouldn't mind it. No, <laughs> yeah. At the end, of, like we're just talking about it on our show because it's like something. It's like an interesting something conversation. About. It's interesting, but. If we had to, if we were like, if just us two were the deciding factors, I'm pretty sure we'd keep it the same way just because it favors us, you know. So, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, Other than that, Fairfield plays this weekend, we already mentioned, at St. Peter's, uh, the 13th and the 14th, 5 p.m. So, is that Friday, Saturday, or is that Saturday, Sunday? That is Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So, they play Saturday, Sunday. 5 p.m. at St. Peter's. Right now, ESPN's giving us a 14% chance to win. 14.9 will round it up to 15. Nah, they, they're always all over <laughs> St. Peter's. I, I, I've i checked that before. They love St. Peter's? Yeah. Well, I mean, we... 
have watched St. Peter's before. It's this is actually a team we could talk about because we've watched. Them we do before. like we, I, we. We watched them against St. John's. We've talked about this before. We watched them. They played St. John's all non-conference Very well the year. Could have beaten them. Should have right? beaten them. Should have beaten them. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's going to be tough. Like realistically, it's going to be tough. You know, they I would have, gladly uh, take a split. I would gladly take a split. They have they have some good players. They have that kid from Bergen Catholic, right? Oh yeah. yeah is yeah. it? Uh, I forget what his name is, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean. Let's just be happy that there's no fans, right? Remember no, last year? Kids. I couldn't stand those kids. Last year, St. Peter's, we played Saint, at St. Peter's, the, and those fans were <laughs> they were chirping our team all day. <laughs> and that was like one of the worst Fairfield games of the season. I mean, they played, yeah, they played horrible. They played awful that game. So let's just be happy that there's no uh, whatever their fan section oh, yeah. is called. Eddard? Oh, yeah. Eddard, yeah, he went to Bergen Catholic. So a little uh, Bergen Catholic matchup with Taj Benning and Eddard there. So. We'll see how that goes. Again, this is one of those series that I'll be happy if we grab one. You know what I mean? Honestly, even a close loss, if they if they can show they can like kind of compete. Some is this? I'm guessing this is in St. Peter's. Yeah, it's at St. Yeah. Peter's. So it's in Jersey City. Uh, you know, that's been one of the things too. Is like we say like, oh, if they show they can compete, but they've typically like lost the first game by like 20. Yeah, like they and need then to- then then they'll play close the second game like. If they could play two close games, that would be beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't really done that this season, though. Really at all. No, not really. So, I don't really know how confident I am. St. Peter's is one of those teams that has played a good chunk of games. And they're 6-4 and four in the conference. So, And they've played some good teams. I think they already played yeah, Sienna, they play so. C- Yeah, I know they had a Sienna matchup. So, like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how confident I am. I mean, um, that's the beauty of the mags that you really don't know. I mean, yeah, sure they've they play well, but like Mac Fairfield beat Iona by thirty points. Exactly. So anything can happen. Uh, they're in our in our great yeah, they, state of New Jersey. They beat uh, they beat they beat Monmouth. They played a couple of close games. They they beat a they lost and beat Monmouth by the same exact score, seventy eight seventy six. That's that's Monmouth case. played a good game against Quinnipiac while we were on break, I think, uh, too. So, yeah, like you said, anything can happen. It's going to be tough. But that's what's and they, up. And they have, beat, they have beaten Siena. Yeah, that's the uh, reality we face. We got a few more weeks left. We got St. Peter's. We got Canisius the following week. We got Monmouth and then Manhattan. And then that wraps it up. And then we're going to go into the tournament. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. But it's not going to be easy. None of those teams are really bad. So, um or it says the month one's postponed, so I guess that might be the last weekend. But none of those teams are bad, so it's going to be a little, a little shaky. But in reality, all that matters is that MAC tournament. If they're playing well going into that tournament, it doesn't really matter what the record yeah. is. Yeah, and it's realistically, it's not looking too good for the MAC tournament. But we're not going to be unrealistic. But you know, it'll be fun to see them win a game or two. Yeah, I mean, Just they haven't they haven't won a MAC tournament game since we've been since here. They had that. Well, I remember freshman year they, they lost, lost to Manhattan. Last oh, year they lost to Manhattan too. They did, they did. So they got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm refreshing that they lost to Manhattan. In the yeah. Close one. But uh, before that, they were going to the final. Like consistently. Oh well, yeah, they had Tyler Nelson. They had Tyler Nelson. So before we go, actually, shout out to Tyler Nelson playing right? in Germany. Right. He's playing. He's playing overseas. I don't remember exactly where he's playing I overseas. The exact team. I saw a couple posts. He had. A, he had a. I think 11 points in his first game or something. Yeah. So I saw a picture. It's cool to see him. You know. See where yeah, he went, succeeding. right? Because when we talked to him, uh, you know, months ago, he told us that he was probably looking at overseas, and just you know, to see how he actually did it. Yeah, he's off to Germany to play for I the see Rostock Sea Wolves. So. Yeah, I saw his story post a lot, like their their stories, like yeah. the reposts, and they showed his stat line. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah. So it's good to see the guys that we interviewed doing well. Our other our other friend Matt Turner. Had a, a had a phenomenal uh, last Sunday, not this past Sunday, but the one before. Got his first start for the United States, United States men's national team, and he saved a penalty in that game. I think they won by like five or six. Um, they won by a lot, but he saved a penalty in that game, and he saved a penalty that was the same stadium he saved the, the uh, penalty in for the playoffs that we talked to him about on our show. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, just really happy for him, you know. He has a really good chance at making the World Cup roster as, like, the two or the three. Mm-hmm. 
And like just that alone, like just going I mean, to the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, if he would could be, even just beat. I mean, if they have to qualify first, don't forget that. Yeah, but the World Cup got expanded, so there's more. Oh, teams. Oh, it did. Yeah, oh, they, thank God. Did they? Did they not? Ex- did they not qualify? Last time they didn't qualify. Oh, that already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, the next World Cup is next year. All my, all my, my after post COVID, I I don't remember anything about like any sort of event, Olympics, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, the last World Cup was our senior year of high school. Inner so clock is out of whack. Yeah, now our senior year of college will be the next World Cup. So qualifying starts, like, September. They better qualify. They better qualify because he has a very good chance. I mean, they the have roster. good players. Like, their they're players oh, are they really take over Europe. Like, they have a really good team, yeah. It's ne- Americans have never been in Europe like this as much as they have. No, they've never been this good. So, And, and, and the fact that Matt is on the team with all those guys... It's amazing. And and he just signed a contract extension with New England. So, you know, things are going really well for him. Uh, we're really happy for him because we've got to speak to him twice, and he's a great guy, always great conversations with him. So, yeah, I, I was watching that game. I was going crazy. Um, just the, 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 you know, people on Twitter, like Fairfield community on Twitter reaching out to him. You can see everyone was so happy for him. Everyone was retweeting and tweeting about him and stuff. So, Really, really happy for him. Really, really happy for Tyler Nelson. Um, averaging nine, nine and two, nine, two and one. He's averaging nine. Yeah. So yeah. Twenty-two minutes. So that's good. Everything's good right now in in Stag Country over here. We're glad to be back too. Um, starting work today. Oh, okay. Last last thing before we get out of here. If there's any students listening or fans listening, um, Fairfield's running a promotion. For the last game at Alumni Hall, virtual sellout. So you can buy a ticket online, fairfieldstags.com slash ticks. And you can buy a virtual ticket, and it comes with a bunch of things. You enter a raffle. For students, it's $5, and you get a free T-shirt or $5 T-shirt. Last call at Alumni Hall T-shirt. It looks pretty cool. Um, they're giving out those on Friday. And then for regular fans, it's like 10 bucks, And you get like a bunch of – get a shout-out from the coaches. You get into giveaways and stuff. So – that's pretty cool, um, and yeah, so I think that's all we got here. Wrapping up, 12.56 p.m. It was great to be back in the studio, right? Of course, I, I had a good time. Very good, happy back in the studio. We'll be back every week now, Wednesdays, 12 p.m. If you want to call in, you can call in. We'll also still be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything else, um, Anchor, all that. So thank you for listening. Um, it's been WVF 88.5 FM, Red Sea Radio. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, Fairfield's looking a little bit better. Maybe 8 and 4. Or maybe 6 and 8. Maybe 6 and 8. Um, so, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, keep interacting with us on Twitter, reaching out to us. We appreciate the support. We'll see you next Wednesday at 12. As always, go Stags.